This episode of the Dream Daily Show is brought to you by Coco's Bistro in San Antonio, Texas. Comfort food nestled right in the outskirts. Retired Marine Corps veteran Walda Collins and her staff provide breakfast and brunch from Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. And trust me, the food is absolutely delicious, folks. They offer a wide variety of fresh dishes that range from fire-roasted tomato bisquet, which is my favorite, and crustless mini quiche for the food savvy out there. If you are in San Antonio or you ever visit San Antonio, you don't want to miss stopping by Coco's Bistro. The atmosphere is amazing. The food is amazing. The people are just so lovely there. The address that she can be seen at, or you can take a look at the menu before you stop by, it's going to be CocosBistroSA.com. It's going to be CocosBistroSA.com. I'm not a product of nothing, see man, I dream daily I walk with God, I press my palms, I know he really hear me So all my people stressing hard, keep your head up family 2020 and beyond, we gon' be really winning You gotta really feel it, you gotta really want it You gotta know who in the mirror is your best opponent But you got God's strength, and you got God's grace And you got God's love, so pick your head up, get that mirror a hug The Dream Daily Show Before we dive into today's podcast, I'm sure some people are going to ask, yes, that is me rapping the intro of my podcast. I've been writing music for about 18 years now. Any artists that come across this podcast and end up liking the intro or like the work, let me know. I'll help in any way that I can. I'm not a rapper. I just write my music, record my music, and go on about my business. But if you enjoy it, let's do some work together. Yes, sir. Welcome to another episode of the Dream Daily Show. Man, I am your host, Zach, and we got this thing going. We are on our second run here, and Apple has already approved us to be on Apple iTunes and Apple Podcasts. I put the request in. I I dropped the artwork. I dropped the, uh, the welcome podcast in on February 2nd, Super Bowl Sunday. And I'm thinking like, man, yo, this is going to take probably upwards of like 30, 45 days, at least at the, at the minimum. I can't even imagine how many podcasts that they get in a day to review. And they got mine in and approved me today, actually Tuesday, February 4th. And it just feels amazing to be such, to be a part of such a large platform with, and and carrying substance you know a lot of people you know they put stuff on itunes and apple all the time but i feel like you know i'm in the mix of the crowd that's providing some 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 substance in hopes of you know transforming the lives behind me uh maybe even ahead of me who knows but this is for you know the youth the young adults the millennials that are struggling right now with, you know, some things that I've overcome and some things that I'm still struggling with. But yes, sir, Apple has approved for us to be on Apple. So did Spotify. Spotify actually approved me Monday. So I put in the uh, put in my work, my first piece of work Sunday. Um, Spotify approved me like within 24 hours and Apple just approved me today. So we are excited about that. We are rocking and rolling. We are ready to take off with this thing. As I said before, uh, with Dream Daily Athletics, we were able to 
have a small impact on some of the young men in the Houston, Texas area. Um, but I feel like with, with this, you know, God is asking me or to to go ahead and share my story with the entire world. So here we go. Hang tight. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right, right back after the brief messages, all right? So I will be sharing this information once and one time only. I will be offering ad space, commercial space, promotion space. If you have a business that you want to get out there or if you just simply want someone to advertise your product, I would be more than happy to do so in my break time of my podcast. I'll have two to three breaks per podcast. So if you are interested, link me, DM me, let me know, get a hold of me. Let's do business together. All of the above, my love, y'all. All right, and we're back. Thank you for staying tuned. Uh, I wanted to dive a little bit into you know, who I am as a person. Not so much of what I've been through. We'll get into that as we generate more content. But me, I'm a humanitarian by nature. That's the only reason why this podcast is existing, why this podcast is getting started, why we're on this journey right now and creating this platform and spreading the influence because I'm one for the community. I want to engage myself in the community. I don't want the young men to go through some of the things that, you know, I've gone through. And so preventing that, I feel like I got to do what I can to get out there and and share my voice, be a part of the community the best way that I can and uh, see other people grow. Just as, you know, people have seen me grow, I want to be able to do the same thing in a sense. Very caring, been plenty of times where I had given the clothes off my back. I'd give him my last dollar. It's just the person that I am. Very loving heart. Want to do the everything that I possibly can to see the people around me, whether friend, family, or you know somebody I just met. Do everything that I possibly can to see that person smile. As I get older, I realize you know that life is short. People are going through their own individual battles that. You might not get to see on a daily basis, but as long as that person can go home and say, you know what, this particular person helped me get through my challenge for today or this particular person helped me get through my battle for today. That's what makes life worthwhile, fulfilling your purpose. I spent many nights wondering, you know, if I'd ever be happy. I wasn't a happy kid. I didn't have the go-so-lucky happy childhood. I had obstacles right out of the gate. And it wasn't until I started helping other people and putting smiles on other people's faces when I realized that that's what it takes to make me smile, is making other people smile. Even if sometimes it might even be an embarrassing situation, like, you know, I'll brush it off, but as long as the people around me, you know, are enjoying themselves and having a good time, then, you know... I'll very much so be the butt of the joke. It never really concerned me. You know, I'm happy within my own skin at this particular point in my life to, you know, you can say whatever and do whatever and, you know, it's going to be what it is. There's power in fulfilling your purpose or there's power in living a purposeful life. 
you know, doing whatever you can for your community, doing whatever you can for your family, you know, living a life outside yourself is a beautiful thing. It feels beautiful. You wake up every single day thankful that you had the opportunity or thankful that, you know, God put you in a position to help other people. I'm family oriented, as you can see, as you can hear. Uh, fitness oriented. Fitness is a big part of my life. I might not work out 365 days out of the year, or I might not be the most jacked dude on the planet, but I do take time out of my week to make sure that, you know, my health is up to par because that is a great avenue or foundation to, you know, your confidence in life is how you look, how you feel. I feel like the two go hand in hand. We're going to take one more small break, and we're going to dive into education. You don't want to miss it. Stay tuned. Small businesses or even large corporations that's looking for a beautiful model to host your products, services, or whatever that you may be offering. I have one by the name of Armani Greer located in Los Angeles, California, man. Dope female, hardworking, easy to get along with, easy to work with. My very own cousin, multi-talented, can act, sing, dance, model. Uh, she can be found at moneyoncamera.com. That's M-A-N-I on camera.com. Check her out if you're in the California, Los Angeles area and need models. We're out. I'm 29 years old in the Houston, Texas area. Um, I coach basketball. Uh, I've been coaching basketball here for three years. I have my own program called Dream Daily Athletics in which at one point we had housed up to like 40 kids in the gym, 50 kids in the gym at one time. Uh, athletic development program, we work on speed, agility, quickness, from ages, we start at about 10 and go up. I think the oldest kid that I had in my program was 17. And uh, we was putting him in tournaments as a 16-year-old. But, you know, we're kind of past that situation. So I could shed some light on that. Um, prior to me having a basketball program here in the Houston area, uh, I coached for the YMCA because I worked at the YMCA have to get up at four o'clock in the morning, open the doors, turn off all of the alarms and run the desk area up until about two o'clock. And um, when I got off at two o'clock, I had coached uh, youth basketball uh, at about five. So I had enough time to take me a little nap, come back out, you know, influence my community the best way that I can. I feel like I got into coaching or I wanted to get into coaching because I love the game, but that was my first avenue that I could take to not only teach the avenue, but also, you know, share my story and change the lives of young men that uh, that are going through some of the stuff that I had to go through with, you know, ADHD and not sitting still and struggling with school uh, and all of that. Just keeping them level-headed and focused because, you know, one of the hardest things that, you know, a child goes through or would go through or could go through, some do, some don't, I went through it, is just failing to be understood. Like, 
as a as a kid, that's rough, you know. Like I felt like, you know, every adult should be able to adapt to, you know, how I felt when I was a child or every adult should have been been able to adapt to, you know, how I think or understand how I'm thinking at the time just as a small kid, but it, it wasn't the case. Like I said, I wondered, like, spent many years wondering what's so different about me. And eventually I overcame that, but I wanted to stop that within my community. I don't want no kid, I don't want no youth, a young adult in the world to ever feel like nobody understands them because that's a dark, dark place to be in. But so I reached out, you know, started coaching and ended up falling in love with it and having much success with it. Most of my YMCA teams, I coached about 10, within the 10, Two-year span, I coached about 10 to 12 basketball teams, six, yeah, six soccer teams. I was busy. I was coaching like three, four different teams a weekend. And then when I was able to um, grow into my program, take kids over from the YMCA into my program, I was even coaching tournaments, AAU tournaments within Houston when if we were playing in Houston do a competitive game, coach one of those, come back within the city and coach a soccer game, then go back, finish my tournament, then come back home, do homework, and then get up at 3, 4 o'clock in the morning and do it all over again. These days were like 15, 20 hours a day. But see, when you create something and you build something, you put something on paper and it come off and it's yours, then it's not work. You know what I mean? And even if it is work, you got to put that work in because nobody's going to do it for you when it's yours. You can't call up nobody and say, hey, I need you to come in a little early today. No, like this is yours. You're responsible for the daily operation. It was a beautiful thing. It still is a beautiful thing. I have kids that I train out here on a daily basis that I've been you know, working with for for quite some time. And it's just, you know, amazing to be in this space right now, considering, like I said, my childhood and not ever really knowing if I was going to make it to even be in this small situation. Like even this is, if I never grow into into doing or building or creating anything else or doing anything else for my community, I wasn't even supposed to do this. You know, I struggle. I'll just talk about education for the day. Like, I struggle with the education. I know there's a lot of young people out there that are struggling with education, too. But, you know, understand this. I failed the third grade. My confidence was shot. My parents were military. So I moved around, like, every two years. Like, every two years, I was in the new school system. I was either too far ahead, too far behind. On top of my confidence already being shot, and I'm just having to dig up school like out of the mud like I was just it got to the point to where by the time I had got to ninth or no I actually tried my freshman year 10th grade I gave up you know I was in my fifth or sixth school and I just said to hell with it man I'll never this is school just not me and I feel like if I didn't have strong solid parents you know that prayed for me and loved me regardless despite me you know, struggling with school, I would have dropped out. Like, I would have dropped out if I didn't have my, you know, 
dad at my at my side to push me or my mom at my side to push me although you know sometimes that they would be caught up in their own stuff but if I didn't have them I would have been a I would have been a high school dropout by my by my sophomore year and that's that's the cold-hearted truth about the matter and I can speak in that sense and I can speak from this perspective because I didn't you know although I still struggled you know um up until shoot it was over with you know I moved to Texas um my my senior year and um from North Carolina I had I think I had like 26 credits by my junior year how I don't know but I think in Texas at the time you only needed 22 to graduate so instead of going to a a major public school system to um, graduate and just take all of these random different courses until graduation I had went to an alternative school uh, on the north side of Dallas just to solely take the exit test to graduate my god dude I think I took the the exit test for um the tax like five times I passed the English and the, and social studies and I think there was the science and the math that I ended up having to take four different times but these were at four different times. So I didn't end up like really passing it right away. This was like, okay, let me try again now. Let me try again now. Let me try again now. Okay, let me try. Okay, it's been two years. Let me try it again. And, you know, that thing haunted me for the rest of my life. I was trying to enroll in college without even having the thing passed, but they was like, uh, we don't have no records of you passing the exit test. I'm scratching my head like y'all don't plan stupid, but I knew that, you know, I was trying to get around that thing so bad. But nonetheless, I ended up I ended up passing it. I never quit, though. I never quit. For So for those of y'all out there that's struggling with school and struggling with education, man, you talking to somebody that <laughs> that was my dogma my entire life. I ended up getting enrolled in college or whatever, and I'm in my last year of a bachelor's program at Phoenix. But even for me to even be in this particular situation, like I haven't graduated college yet because it just took me so long to get over like the the obstacles and stuff that beat me down about school and education. Like once I once I actually finish passing the exit test I said I don't want no more to do with this crap like I felt the same way I did when it was my sophomore year I bounced around from so many schools I had already failed third grade I had you know been labeled a failure and finally had to get that off of my off of my back and I'm just like I'm not I don't I don't care to do this so I finally 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 ended up enrolling in in school probably about I think it was, I'm in my f- fourth year, I think, so like three years ago. Don't give up, man. Don't quit, because God got something for you at the end of the tunnel. I'm telling you. 
for our, everybody out there that's in a exam or no matter what what level of education you're in, just just stick with it. I know that God got something for me at the end of the tunnel, and He does for you too. And those of you, you know, that have gone through education and you know felt like me at some point, but ended up passing and graduating, and you got bachelor's and master's and doctor's degrees. I salute all of you guys because, you know, that's something that has been a tragedy for me. And I know it just because, you know, you passed it or you graduated and you got your degrees and your diplomas or whatever, that doesn't mean you didn't struggle either. So I commend everybody that's in progress, that has finished, considering going back or whatever, whatever the case may be. Make sure you get that education. Make sure you see it all the way through because that's going to be one of the ultimate things that, you know, propel you in life. Me, I've always been a visionary. You know, I felt like my vision that I have and for, you know, myself and for my family to come and even for my family in present day, the vision that I have is much deeper than me doing school. I was able to create opportunities for myself and for others without it, but... I still made the choice to to go back and and keep grinding with it. You know what I mean. So that's one of my that was one of the stories that I wanted to share, just about education and just just seeing it through. You know, don't quit, don't give up. It's something that you know a lot of people don't even know about me. That you know, I don't share. If you didn't hear it from my family, then you never heard it before. It's your first time hearing it. It's because that was something that I was going to take to my grave. I didn't want people to know, you know, that I had struggled with school. I didn't want people to know that I had to take the Texas Tech four or five times. You know, that's embarrassing. But then I kind of realized, you know, what God was putting on my heart to share is just like he's, he told me it's, it's time to share your story because I'm in a position right now to where, you know, I got people that's I have generations behind me now that's struggling and going through the same thing that I had went through. And he told me one thing that he told me, he said, you don't have to make it to start sharing. And I was like, you know, well, why not? We had a real intimate conversation. He said, because you never make it. And I thought to myself, I'm just like, wow. Logically, you know, that makes sense because... There's no end point to growth. You know, you'll never be so emotionally stable to where you have nothing else to work on. There's always going to be some clearing to do. There's always going to be some mental blockages that you got to get rid of. There's always got to there's always going to be some spiritual cleansing, you know. There's always a level that you can reach that's much higher than the level that you're on right now. I feel like, you know, just being down here on earth, like this is practice, you know, this is just practice. And as long as you still here, that means there's some more work for, for you to do, you know, God calls those up that, you know, he feels like have had, an impact somewhere, somewhere that they had impacted somebody enough to where, okay, job well done. So that's just how I feel about it. 
And we had that conversation. And, you know, I'll repeat it. He said, you know, you don't have to make it to start, you know, sharing your story, sharing who you are and sharing your obstacles because you never really make it. And if you're waiting on, you know, you to make it to a certain destination for you to actually have an impact on your community, then that means you're holding the community back because there's always somebody that will be that will be looking at you like no matter what stage you are in your life there's always going to be somebody looking at you like man I wish you know I felt like them or I wish I was them or I wish I could just get over what I'm going through like they got it no matter where you are in your life no matter if you're 18 then you got 15 year olds looking at you if you're 40 then you got 30 year olds looking at you if you 15, then you got five-year-olds looking at you. There's something that every one of us can share that can help heal the person, if not in front of you, behind you. And that's just coming from, you know, a small perspective. Now, there is a much larger perspective that, you know, there are some 20-year-olds that, you know, may be a little bit more mentally advanced or spiritually advanced than 30-year-olds. And so the younger person can even help older people grow in areas and that they didn't even think that, you know, they could be enlightened by, you know, somebody that's much younger than them. So all of the prejudices aside, um, let's continue to grow. I'll continue to share. I'll continue to put more content out there. Continue to put more wisdom about out there. Um, I wanted to share, you know, my journey in education because there are way more distractions than ever. Um, I just kind of feel like the world has gotten so caught up into being a consumer-based society and profit-driven society and that's kind of falling upon the eyes and the ears of our youth you know they want 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 earlier and earlier and earlier and earlier it's like why does a six-year-old kid have an ipad you know they don't play with like actual toys no more so and i and i know at the end of the day that could possibly affect the, the classroom you know i know it would have for me and even just in the sense of just me sharing my education story, it's just like there's somebody out there, like I said previously, that's behind me, needs help, don't know where to turn, don't really know where to look to, don't really have the resources or support to keep going. So I could potentially be that support and that voice to say, keep going, don't give up, man. It's going to be something at the end of the tunnel for you. Just hang in there. All right. Until next time, people. Dream, but not only dream, dream daily because you just never know what have happened the day that you didn't, man. God bless. We'll see y'all next time.